Welcome to episode 129 of the Twim Show. This is your host, Sajid Islam. Uh, today, I'll be going over the notable news and updates in the digital marketing space from the week of October 3rd through October 7, 2022. So let's jump in. First off, uh, a bit of a update that you know Facebook has announced that they have renamed their ad policies to Meta Ad Standards. Um, there's not, no other changes to the policy. It's just that I think you know Facebook has been on a roll to rename their business as Meta, and they're basically and actually I kind of like the name Meta Ad Standards. Uh, Meta Advertising Standards is just that you know uh, it's coming in line with the Meta branding. Uh, other than that, everything else remains the same. Uh, they're not making, they might make things a little bit more transparent, more clear, things like that. Those little, like, you know, so that you can understand this better. What is involved when you get a strike or something like that, but that's all. Next up today we have is that Meta has announced Facebook Community Summit 2022. Again, this is something that really puzzles me is like Meta wants to name slowly everything to Meta, but they still have this thing called Facebook, um, you know, so it kind of creates a confusion is what is what, but nevertheless, this uh, Facebook Community Summit uh, is going to be held on October 20th, 2022. There is a link uh, in the show notes page so that you could sign up if you want to. It's basically a Facebook event. Um, and I'm pretty sure it's going to be in that group. Uh, and, you know, they're going to bring um, community builders and leaders and to learn more about the group features and things like that. I think it's all about around Facebook groups. So if you're interested in Facebook group, go ahead and tune in. As always, you know, if there is something worthy to be mentioned on this podcast, we are show, I'm going to go ahead and do that. Next up we have is that Meta is shutting down Bulletin uh, newsletter platform. This is something they've launched back in April 2021. They saw, uh, you know, businesses like Substack, uh, which by the way, we moved our Twim show onto Substack and we're going to slowly, you know, we still publish in both on our website, WordPress, as well as Substack. But over time, we're going to slowly migrate into Substack and just keep WordPress for archival purpose. And I will tell you also, and this is I'm digressing, but our growth has really grown, gone, gone up ever since we moved to Substack. Uh, so anyway, coming back, uh, so this was a copycat feature and Meta is like, you know, our Facebook is saying, you know what, we're going to kill it, right? They had, um, you know, they learned the lesson and they're focusing more on the metaverse right now. Lastly, for Meta, we have Meta rolls out the cust- Advantage custom audience. So Advantage is there, I guess, the new... Oh, I, guess, I don't know what to call it. I'm, I don't do meta ads or Facebook ads. But Advantage, as far as I remember covering it in the show, is like this is this thing that, you know, they rename their ads with like an instead of calling it awareness, objectives, things like they call it the Advantage Suite. So Advantage... Advantage custom audience is basically, uh, it's like a lookalike audience, but it expands beyond lookalike, right? And you know, you get, you upload your you you upload your custom audience list, which is you you upload your custom audiences like people who have purchased from you. You have their email address, things like that, and you upload it into Meta or Facebook, and then they're gonna do a matching, and they don't like you know, limit it to one percent, five percent, ten percent. They just go ahead and find. Uh, people who are more likely to buy from you and then show your ads to that. 
people um, they're touting that and this has been a great success which i kind of see a reason why again the other challenge to that again is like you know for example if i was purchasing using my corporate account uh, and or business account and you know my email address is different however my facebook email address is different because you know it's personal it's going to be very hard for meta to match those things like especially in a b2b cases but for b2c i think this really works really great Next up, uh, again on the advertisement front, uh, Instagram has three updates on Instagram ads that you should worry, uh, you should know about. One is the multi-advertiser ads. Uh, this is something in, let me break it down, and I've seen this on my Instagram as well. So suppose I see an ad from, let's just say BMW, right, BMW is in my mind, and I go play around with the, interact with it, and then and I decide not to fill out my form, or fill out the form, and I kind of exit out, and then a couple of, uh, a short while later on Instagram feed, I'm gonna see these multiple advertisers. I, so I could say, see Audi, I could see Mercedes, I could see Land Rover ads all in a in a swappable format. So that's what they're calling it as a multi-advertiser uh, ads. So if you haven't tried it out, you should try it out. The next thing Instagram is doing or testing out is that you know they're gonna put ads in the Explore page. Well, obviously it comes in, if you're surprised or shocked, you shouldn't be, you know, that's their business. So they realize a lot of people are in the Explore page looking for new stuff. So maybe this is where they can put in um, ads. So that's uh, that's the next update. And the third is Instagram is also testing ads in profile feed for, you know, non-teen public profiles, uh, things like that. Uh, so it's like if you if I would if you are a public figure and non-teen like you know over 18 and I go to your profile I think I'm going to see some ads in there as well again Instagram has to make money there Facebook has to make money or Meta has to make money so they're going to put ads as many places as they can it's just going to be so addy that then I think eventually uh, people are going to bounce off now having said that I kind of like this ad option because remember on YouTube, we can run ads based on you know people who like so and so channel or people like while I'm going to watch so and so videos. So if this is a step closer in the direction where I could say you know show my ads to people who go to Russell Brunson's uh, profile, right? And so that way my ad pops up, and that's going to be very very lucrative uh, business for Meta. So that's really a step in the right direction. I hope they actually. Um, go with it even though you know we don't advertise on meta but i think this will be really good next up <clears throat> moving away from the meta world into the google analytics a google world is that google analytics has as uh, is going to stop reporting store visits uh, it's not going to show up on google analytics any anyway uh, don't be surprised uh, that's because you know the last day is october 31st 2022 if you uh, well this is universal analytics anyway you should be moving to ga4 but if you have google ads and google analytics uh, together combined then you might you would be able to see this data in your google ads reports um, that's all you need to know uh, again, Google, what is store report, store visits report? Store visits is basically as an estimated count of number of store visits from users who visited your website and then visited, visited your physical store within the 30 days. And there's some requirements around it, right? Yeah, it's uh, something I don't want to go over the, on this show because the show is going to drag on. Um, I, have, I can put the link to that requirements in the show notes, but basically... 
it's a good thing, you know, if you are in a co-working space, uh, this is very helpful, right? It's absolutely helpful if you're a co-working space, people who see your ad and people who show up to your space and you can like kind of, kind of say, is this really effective in like, you know, are the people seeing my ads and not necessarily, they might be seeing my ads, but they not fill out the form, but they show up. Right, so that's a very good number of things, um, but nevertheless, uh, please move to GA4 uh, before it's too late. Next up, Google announces tag coverage summary. This was something covered in uh, episode 120, when which is uh, when Google rolled out tag. Uh, I believe they rolled out the Google tag site wide tag. Right, if you use ideally, you should be using Google Tag Manager. But if for some reason you're not using Google Tag Manager, then this is a very good option. Uh, site-wide tags, which is basically the tag coverage uh, summary, based before I jump into this, like site-wide tags are the building blocks of a strong measurement foundation. They help advertisers understand how you know, your customers are interacting with websites and ads. Um, with you know, obviously, Tag Manager is a little bit of a steep learning curve, so a lot of people don't use Tag Manager and they use uh, Google Tag on pages, bits and pieces. But the Tag Coverage Summary will can help you quickly determine whether your Google Tag has been implemented on all of your website pages, and then you know from there you can carry on. Now, also what they are doing is they can, they're providing out of the box integrations with in a big CMS such as Wix, um, Drupal, and things like that. Um, so. Overall, it's good. If you don't use Google Tag Manager, then this is a good option for you. If you are Google using Google Tag Manager, then do not worry about it. Next update, Google on Google Ads update is you know, <clears throat> it's like you know, in if you're running Google App Ads, now you can target people. There's a new targeting option called target return on ad spend for ad revenue. It's a mouth. It's a. It's a pretty big, right? So it. What this does is a Google Ads campaign allows you to target people who with an affinity for clicking on ads within apps, right? So for example, if you're playing Fortnite, you see an ad, um, and if Google thinks that you are someone who's gonna tap, you know, who has an affinity for tapping on that ad then they're going to show you that ad so they're going to show you know ads to more people who have an affinity to click on ads now while it's good i'm kind of iffy about this whole thing is because you know you know we have a lot of scammers and bots and things like that so you can quickly um, spend a lot of money without a lot of results so be careful with this and again this apply this applies to people who are advertising on mobile but uh, definitely be careful, uh, be cautious, test it, test it, test it. This is where testing uh, scientifically and measure and have measure uh, and data to back up your theory or hypothesis would be very important. The other thing Google Ads is doing is they're testing this thing called automated, automatically created assets. So what are those? <laughs> this is like Google's, like, you know, it's funny how Google... Is from an SEO standpoint, Google doesn't like automated text and things like that. When the on the other hand, Google is saying, you know what, we're going to automate everything. You know, so what this is like, you know, when you create an ad, uh, RSA ads, like you know, um, what is it called? Uh, RSA stands for search ads, um, responsive search ads. I blanked out for a second. When you create a responsive search ads, you obviously put headlines and descriptions. Now Google. Will Google? You have the option to allow Google to kind of you know decide how and what 
to do with your headlines and descriptions as it see fit. So if if you give Google the permission, Google is going to say, you know what, I we think we have this headline in the on the website. We are going this is going to convert better. So let's just go pull it out. I don't like it personally. You know how you can view the data and things like that. These are all in the show notes. But I'm just telling you, I don't like it personally. I mean, I've seen Google's uh, AI has really gone. Um, it hasn't done the magic it's supposed to do. It has actually done harm. It has created like you know crappy ads, things like that. Because remember, at the end of the day, Google makes money regardless of whether that customer clicks on your site and converts or not, right? So Google is going to give you a plethora of options, things like that. Sometimes slow is fast, right? Um, so, <clears throat> so be cautious of that. Now. This is something you, it's not available to everyone because they're testing, it's gonna slowly roll it out, but this is something you can actually turn it on and turn it off. Uh, the, I'm trying to say to opt out of this automatically generated assets by, you have to opt out by going into Google Ads account, navigate to settings and clicking automatically create, then by clicking to uh, automatically created assets by selecting to off. And you're gonna choose the option, use only assets I provide directly for my ads. Please do that. I mean, if you want to test it out, go for it. Uh, and I think there is an update about it that you're going to like. The <clears throat> the last update, and that's what you like, is that Google Ads recommendations can now be applied as experiments, right? What are experiments? Experiments are basically, say, those helps you to decide what-if scenarios. So if you are thinking, what if I had, you know, instead of doing manual CPC, if I had a target ROS, uh, target a return on ad spends or maximize clicks or maximize ad spend, whatever it is, right, you know, would I have gotten a better results? So you could do like, you know, say 50-50. You could say, hey, Google, take 50% of my, spend 50% of my ad budget on this, you know, current ad, ad campaign, which is uh, manual CPC, and then take 50% and go and do like, you know, target, uh, run an experiment and give it to this whatever, uh, maximize clicks and see which one does better or smart shopping, either or. So you could do that. And ideally you wanna do 80-20 rule, which 80% is the one that's the control that you wanna, you know, that's your bread and butter, that's campaign that's performing well, optimizing well, things like that. And 20% is something with new things. Now Google is saying, and we all hated Google's recommendations, right? Google is like realizing it and they're saying, okay, well, you know what, now when you get a recommendation, you can actually fire it off and do it as an experiment and then kind of see their, our suggestion versus your results and then you can decide for yourself. I think it's not bad. Uh, I really like it. But one of the things you want to know is anytime you're running experiments, you want to run it for four to six weeks. You cannot just run it for a day and say, well, it didn't work. Crap. Okay. Uh, so you need that big time frame that helps you to do that. Okay. Uh, already, folks, that's it for this week in marketing. Um, you know, if you like to check, read more or check out more, make sure you check out the show notes page. Once again, this is your host, Sajid Islam, signing off until next week. Take care. Bye-bye.